I think most missionaries are used to going to churches and presenting. I think that's the way it usually works for a lot, is that you go to church after church after church after church and present. And we, uh, by, by God's grace and our process, have not been doing that. And so I had to try to think about, like, what on earth um, am I supposed to tell these people and, and pray about that? And, 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 and so just fell back on kind of my favorite thing to talk about is, is who God is, to consider the nature of God. I, I find it to be prescriptive for how to live and encouraging. For me, um, ruminating on the nature of God uh, connects, connects my head and my heart with, with how I live. Um, we sing, like, like any parents, we, we sing songs to our kids almost every night. It's how they fall asleep, especially our girls. And um, it's funny, so many of them are inconsequential or just silly. Um, you know, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, Baby Beluga. There's also the dark ones, like the, the cradle falling down. And it's weird songs. I don't know why that is. But, um, but, but then recently, we've, we've, about a year ago, we started singing, for whatever reason, um, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And Winnie, just recently, our five-year-old, uh, now knows all the words to all three verses, which is awesome. Um, I think the other two just kind of look at us. But, um, but meditating on those really simple words by singing it almost every night, sometimes a few times back-to-back so they'll fall asleep. Um, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Um, for me, meditating on the faithfulness of God has been, has been wonderful. And so I want to just talk about that theme a little bit this morning. And talk about how um, that was relevant for Israel, that was relevant uh, for us, and I think it's relevant for, for all people. So um, I'm going to pray for me and us, and then we'll look at Lamentations 3 really quickly, and, and we'll, 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 look, we'll go through it. Father... Thanks for this church. Thanks for these folks. Thanks for the few th- families I've already met. And um, just thank for the faithful ministry of the McBrides. I pray that you bless Parkside. Um, thanks that you are so faithful. Help us to think through what it means when we say that. Help us to delight in you for who you are and marvel at your character. Um, preach the gospel to our hearts this morning, Father, that we might love you yet again still. We love you, Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. Lamentations 3. I'm going to read three verses. Um, It's uh, verse 22 through 24. You've heard these verses before. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. What do we usually think about with the word faithfulness? To me, I think the first thing that usually comes to mind is, is marriage, right? And really, it's, it's maybe unfaithfulness. And that's not too far off when we talk about God, not the unfaithfulness. But the faithfulness of God means that he will always be true to himself. When we say God is faithful, it means he is always the same. It's his steadfastness. It's his unchanging nature. There's a fancy word. Immutability. His unchangingness. Why is that good? Because there's times when we want God to change, right? There's times when we're like, where, where are you? 
I need you. Help. I don't, I don't see you moving. This, I'm stuck. They're stuck. Diagnosis is bad. Help, Jesus, where are you? And we want him to change based upon the situation we find ourselves in. But then if we had a God that just changed at every whim, I don't know if he would be any God at all if he was not over everything and bigger than everything. Still close to us, still hearing us, still walking with us, still sovereign, still guiding us. But God does not change based on the whims of our circumstances. He is always the same. And I find great comfort in that. And let's look at, I want to talk about Lamentations 3 and why I think that's good. The book of Lamentations is, uh, it's, it's five, it's a collection of five funeral poems <coughs> offered on behalf of Jerusalem. So Jerusalem was destroyed 587, 586 BC. The kingdom of Israel was, was headed to exile into Babylon. Lamentations is about grief and distress in our relationship with God. And in the middle of it are those three common verses. Great is thy faithfulness. Yahweh was eternally committed to Abraham and to Moses and to David. He had promises, he had covenants with their people. And he said, I will not give up on you. But he also promised, if you continually disobey me and abandon me in those covenants, I will take away your kingdom. I will keep a remnant for myself. I will not abandon the people, but you will lose all visible signs that you are the people of God. These covenants had obligations. It was promises by the people and by God to love each other. And God allowed Israel's national structures to be wiped out so he could create a faithful remnant who would return to God and be faithful to him. Not really good news so far, right? In the destruction of their capital city, Jerusalem was sacked. It was their prized city. It was the city of David. Their kings were overtaken or killed. The independent government was wiped out. Their people subjugated. Their temple, where they met God, was destroyed. They lost everything. Five chapters of lament. Five funeral poems for life as they knew it. And in the middle of that, I want to read it again. The author writes, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The author looks to God and says, God, in the midst of living hell, be you. I still need you to be you. I still need your mercies and your love. And he called on God and reminded God of who he is in a way that honors God. Verse 24 says, the Lord is my portion. I love that. I love that, that language, that verse. The Lord is my portion. When God, if, if we say, God, you are my portion, we're saying, God, you are my allotment. You are, you are what I get. You are exactly what I need in this situation so that I might still hope in you. As the Israelites as their kingdom was destroyed in front of their eyes, as the exile began to happen, they still had God. They still had his mercies, new every morning. His love was steadfast. 
great was his faithfulness. Israel over and over had abandoned God, and yet God was still true to his word. Sometimes we have to look at the worst situation of the people of God with God and see how it informs our everyday life, right? We see that even when they had done all this stuff, even when God had to, had to uphold his promises, good and the threats as well for the Old Testament, his faithfulness was still true. So I want to talk about two things briefly that I think matter about, for our lives for the faithfulness of God. The first one is his love never changes. God's love for them did not change. He took away the vestiges of kingdom. He took away their independent rule. But his love for them, his holding them, his walking with them, in the midst of the destruction falling down around them, did not change. His love didn't change. It didn't change based on their behavior. It didn't change based on um, how good they were. It doesn't change for us. God's love for us through the gospel does not change. Can I be honest? I can be moody. Um, sometimes if I don't sleep as much as I could or, or whatever reason, sometimes I, I can be a, a, little, a little grumpy. I can be mer- mercurial, I believe the word is. With my kids, sometimes I'm quite patient. So, sometimes I'm not. I, I can be a really good coworker sometimes. It's, sometimes I'm, I'm not. I'm not a really great coworker to be around. Maybe even a great husband sometimes. So much so, when I worked at Pete's Coffee in La Jolla, I was a youth pastor up at a Harbor Church up in North County about a decade ago. And I was working at Pete's Coffee in La Jolla, so I was up late at night with kids, students, and up early in the morning opening. And, and so sometimes I would come in, and I might not have the best attitude as I'm helping to open up this establishment in the morning. And one of my famous nicknames for my coworkers was um, Grumble Pants. Grumble Pants. As in, oh, it's Mr. Grumble Pants today. Um, God's not Grumble Pants. God doesn't have bad days. Because of Jesus, he is not threatened to exile you to Babylon. Because of his steadfast love, when God sees you, he delights in you. When God sees you, no matter what you do or don't do, he delights in you. No matter how good or bad you were, whether you were patient or not, whether you came to church that week, whether you despaired at work or in your family, whether you trusted him that day, his love does not change for you. The way he sees you does not change because he sees you if you know him through Jesus Christ. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases towards you. His mercies never come to an end. The faithfulness of God means that no matter how you feel or how well you've done or if you've earned it or usually not, his love for us never changes. The faithfulness of God means his love for you does not change. I need that. The second point is that um, God is faithful means you can always trust him. I'm read a, a little quote from something I was looking at and it talks about when there's, when there's a separation between what we expected the providence of God, what we expected God to do for us, how we expected him to provide for us, when that feels different than his promises for us that we thought were going to come true. Something we can all probably identify with. How, what do we do? 
There are seasons in the lives of all people when it is not easy, no, not even for Christians, to believe that God is faithful. Our faith may be sorely tried, our eyes be dimmed with tears, and we can no longer trace the outworkings of his love. Our ears are distracted with the noises of the world, harassed by the atheistic whisperings of Satan, and we can no longer hear the sweet accents of his still, small voice. Cherished plans may have been thwarted. Friends on whom we have relied on have failed us. A professed brother or sister in Christ may have betrayed us, and we are staggered. We sought to be faithful to God, and now a dark cloud hides him from us. We find it difficult, yes, impossible sometimes to harmonize, I love this, his frowning providence with his gracious promises. We find it difficult, yes, impossible to harmonize his frowning providence with his gracious promises. O faltering soul, severely tried fellow pilgrim, seek the grace to listen to Isaiah 50. Who is among you that fears the Lord, that obeys the voice of his servant, that walks in darkness and has no light. Let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon his soul. Though you cannot now harmonize God's mysterious dealings with the promises of his love, wait on him for more light. And in his own good time, in this life or the next, he will make it plain to you. No matter what we experience, no matter the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, we can always know he loves us still and we can still trust in his name. His faithfulness means he doesn't change. Even if we don't know where he is, he's still there holding us, protecting us, offering us mercies new every morning that we might not even see so that we might hope and find hope in him when he is our portion. Our family's um, excited to move to Africa, to go to Uganda to talk about God's faithful love. Because his faithfulness is not just meant for the Israelites. His faithfulness is not just meant for the godly. His faithfulness of God is not just meant for those who are faithful back to him. God's love is for everyone. And through Jesus Christ, God has extended the offer of grace and mercy and love to all. The faithfulness of God is for you, no matter what your week looks like. We know that because we have church together each week. We have communion, I think, every other week. We have prayer together. Every time we look to the word, every time we sing, on our, we, we, we pray to Jesus on our, on our own. Every time I sing to my kids to go to sleep, great is thy faithfulness. We, are, we can be reminded that if we trust in him, it will be very good for us. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Let me pray. Father, um, I need to be reminded again of your love for me. That even in the midst of the walls falling down, even in the midst of the raging sea, even in the midst of disappointment, of my own faithlessness, you are faithful still. Thank you that you don't change. Thank you that you do respond to us, you do walk with us, you do comfort us, that 
we can go to Christ when we struggle and know that he struggled too and he can, you will respond to us and speak to us and win our hearts again. And yet in some way you are above it all, sovereign over all, inviting us to walk with you for all of eternity. Thank you that you are so big and thank you that you come to us. And again, even if we don't see it, you meet us in our time of need. Help us to trust you, Father. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love for us. I pray in your name.